Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for being here, for being present in this moment. Welcome to episode number 138 of The Glow. That means there was 137 episodes before this. And this moment right here is the most beautiful moment we could ever ask for because this moment right here is the only moment we have. And in this moment right here, we're going to explore today four ways to discover inner peace. My name is Brian Piergrossi. I'm a author of two books, The Wild and Now and The Big Glow. Life coach. Uh, I've taught many online courses. I've done retreats all around the world. And one of the things that I've discovered that process of working with many different people in many different places in many different parts of the world is that there's an underlying essence in each of us that is the same. We're, we're programmed and we're conditioned in the in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a way that's aligned, that's similar, amidst all the uniqueness and the beauty and the differences that we share. So we're going to go into those, those four ways that I discovered to discover inner peace, inside ourselves, no matter where you are, no matter where you come from, no matter what your background is, <clears throat> no matter what walk of life you travel in, these four principles are universal. They're things that are the essence of every religious background, every, every philosophy, every psychology, every spirituality, Every one that's looked deeply into a sense of self-discovery and a sense of self-realization, self-actualization. These are the four principles that I've gleaned from that. And these are the ones that have worked for me experientially in my own life and the people that I've worked with. Welcome, Jessica from Sweden. Please, when you're coming in, please share where you're from. Um, hit the heart button. Hit the wow button. Let me know you're here. Share some enthusiasm. Really excited about connecting together today. We're doing things in a little different way. So as opposed to coming on randomly and um, popping in whenever the moment felt like it. Welcome, Annie. It's good to see you so far away. She's like right over there. Um, it's, uh, we're gonna do things, we're gonna do things in a more condensed, solid, powerful, impassion-inspired way. So what's gonna happen is we're gonna be sharing every Tuesday, every single Tuesday at this time, 12 p.m. Eastern. Right now it's 4 p.m. in uh, London, 9 a.m. in the Pacific, California, 5 p.m. in Eastern Europe. So we're going to be sharing at this time every week. And then my private group will be the same time the following day, Wednesday, which is already the case. So it'll be the same time Wednesday. It's a secret glow where we're going deeper with each other and explore more deeply what arises here. Welcome, Heather. Where are you from, Heather? Great to have you here. So it'll be a solid 12 o'clock Eastern every Tuesday. But then the replay will be available, obviously. And of course, as always, for those who cannot be present for the live broadcast right here now and generally most people watch this on the replay so i'm very mindful of that and if you're watching on the replay right now i still would love to hear where you're from how you doing with the heart button the wow button kind of share your feelings your emotions what's happening what's alive i'm actually going to take a moment here and um share this myself there's a share button 
if you're enthusiastic about what's happening, if you're excited about what's potentially about to arise here, what sorts of insights and inspirations and epiphanies that may come into being, you can click the share button. And I'm going to show you how to do that. It's on the bottom right. And you just click share and then there'll be some options for me that come up about where to share. And I'm going to share a couple different places. I have a primary group which is called the Big Glow community for those of you who are not familiar. So we're going to share there. And then my the private group that I just mentioned is called the Secret Glow. And that's on Wednesdays. And uh, that's been really rich. That's been a really rich chance to really delve deeply. And it feels like the energy's like really picked up just in the past um, few weeks. We're getting into a really good groove of kind of exploring practices and principles that are working for us. Um, and ones that are enhancing our lives and also things that may not be working, right? So we're, we're exploring that together and sharing and there's sort of a sense of support in that and there's a sense of accountability in that and there's something really essential about coming together in community we're, we're communal creatures and there's something really essential about coming together in community that is really um really takes it to the next level it's like infinitely more powerful when we're sharing together in community, when we feel like we have a sense of support. And it's something that we're, we're missing in our, in our society, in our culture. There's been a sense of isolation. There's been a sense of aloneness. Uh, we've put a little too much emphasis on independence in the Western world and not enough emphasis on community. So we're bringing community forward. We're bringing it here today. Welcome everyone that's joining us. If you could just share where you're from, what's happening, how you're feeling, how you're doing, say hello. Because we are about to get into the four principles, the four ways to discover inner peace. Um, I did a, a online course about a year ago. It was really popular, probably the most, definitely the most popular online event I've ever done. It was called From Anxiety to Inner Peace. Um, and that's still available if you want to um, get that. Um, actually, I'll share a link. I'll share a link in the comments on how to, how to get that. It's a 12, 12 sessions that I did. And that's also be available on the show I'm doing coming up at the end of, end of the month called The Transformation Show that I'll be a part of. And that'll be a package you can get. But there's um, there's four ways that I discovered I started working with clients on it and had great success with people, people that had um, really intense anxiety. Um, there was one gentleman that comes to my mind um, who couldn't, um, he was afraid to drive his car. Um, he had phobias about um, being away from places that he was familiar with, going into unknown areas, which is so beautiful because um, most all of us had that exact same fear. Right. But it's not that's not as intense as, oh, I'm afraid to drive down the street because I never drove it before. But we're afraid to go places in our minds and our hearts, you know, that we haven't been before. We want to stick with the familiar. We want to stick with the comfortable. 
And when you start to realize that every moment is unknown, it really relaxes you to embrace the anxiety because the other side of anxiety is excitement. Excitement and anxiety are the exact same energy channeled in a different way. So it says in my book, The Big Glow, anxiety and excitement are the exact same energy channeled in a different way. So when you feel uh, a catalyst of the unknown, the same catalyst that creates anxiety when we resist becomes excitement when we embrace we embrace the unknown so as you learn to embrace the unknown you learn to live in a state of inspired excitement that embraces the anxiety because if something's not a little bit anxiety provoking it's really not that exciting always keep that in mind as you encounter the unknown as you encounter situations and circumstances that are unfamiliar to you welcome Vicki great to have you here where are you where are you watching from Vicki let me know as we go through if, if these things, if these make if they make sense to you, if you have questions about them. So as I discuss things like uh, the unknown provoking both anxiety and excitement, does that make sense to you? Do you have experience with that? Feel free to leave comments live or in the replay as we delve in deeper together. So number one way to discover inner peace. I'm going to start with a really practical way that um, is so essential, you know, and it's tuning into the body, tuning into the body, the breath and the body. So on a physical level, tuning into your body, how do you feel right now? Do you feel tight? Do you feel relaxed? Are you breathing? Are you breathing deeply into your chest, your chest expanding into the bottom of your stomach? Or is your breath contracted? Where is my breath? Where is my breath? The breath is something that has been in the yogic tradition, in science, in different spiritual traditions, has been recognized as the life force, as the inspiration. And when we're breathing, when we're in a state of breathing deeply, fully, holy, we're in a state of flow. We're in a state of connection to the moment and we're in a state of relaxed excitement. The breath is the first and foremost, most practical, instinctive way to recognize and realize, am I in a state of relaxation or am I in a statement of anxiety? Am I in a place of relaxation or am I in a place of, a place of anxiety? So as you start to breathe, there can be a sense of feeling like things are slowing down We'll get into that in a moment, why it feels like that. But things are slowing down and you start to feel present. You're present to your breath. Am I, is my breath deep or shallow? If my breath is shallow, I'm in a state of anxiety. And if my breath is deep, I'm in a state of relaxation. So when you recognize that, then you recognize that the most essential thing I have to do is just notice if I'm breathing deeply. If I'm breathing deeply, I'm relaxed. I'm connected. If my breath is short and shallow, I'm in a state of anxiety and I'm not connected to the moment. I'm lost in the mind. I'm literally lost in the mind. 
Now check this out. This is this is really amazing. The energy flow goes with the breath. This is why when we practice yoga, we go to different postures because we're breathing. We're we're bringing the energy, we're bringing the chi, we're bringing the oxygen into those different parts of our bodies. So when we're breathing deeply, the energy is flowing through our entire system, right? But when we're caught and constricted and we're just breathing into our necks, the energy is only flowing here. The energy is only flowing here. It's not, it's not being informed by the rest of us, by the rest of who we are. So when it's only flowing here, we're literally, literally lost in our heads. Spinning, 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 spinning. You take a deep breath, when the energy can, can flow out and release from being stuck inside the head, stuck inside the mind. So breath is essential. The breath is, is such a beautiful way to be mindful throughout the day in each moment. And also do, you can do breathing meditation, what we call breath work, to, to practice deepening your breath especially for those who feel like they're in a constant state of anxiety. But really for all of us, it's beneficial to practice deepening our breath that we're breathing. When we're breathing deeply, we're, we're relaxed. When we're not breathing deeply, we're not relaxed. Where is my breath right now? Where is my breath right now? That's the first way. If you have any questions or comments on that, let me know. Share. This is a, this is a communal, this is a community discussion right here. Number two, what's happening right now? So there's a question There's a question connected to each of these. So the first one is, where's my breath right now? The second one is, what's happening right now? What's happening right now? So feel free to share your questions or comments, and I'll, I'll address them at the end. I'll look over them for a little bit and, and get back on you when we go through these principles and give you a way to, to stay connected and a, and a call to action as we go forward. So... What's happening right now? I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling anxiety. I'm feeling stress. What's happening right now? Breathing. I'm sitting in a chair. I'm looking into a phone. I see hearts and thumbs up, which I really appreciate, by the way. And that's it. There's nothing else happening. And what's amazing is we start to ask this question, what's happening right now? We start to realize that there's usually 99.9% .9 of the time, almost nothing that's happening right now. This moment is 99.9% .9 of the time, extraordinarily simple, extraordinarily simple. There's very little happening. You know, so then I can start to tune in to what's here. If I look out, there's a window out here. I see, I see a green... I see a tree with green leaves gently flowing in the breeze. I see some clouds in the distance floating behind the tree. I see the grass is deepening in its green, its springtime green. So I start to notice my senses. I start to notice what I can see. I start to notice what I can hear, what I can feel. And this brings me into the moment and it brings me out of my head. So the most essential thing to realize here is anxiety is caused by our mind. Anxiety is caused by our mind. Anxiety 
is released when we bring ourselves into the moment, into present moment awareness. That's the word you'll, you phrase you'll hear me use a lot, and it's really essential. And I even have a, even something that's called PMA, present moment awareness. Present moment awareness. Present moment awareness is not in the realm of thought. It's not in the realm of idea. It's not in the realm of story. It's in the realm of being here right now. When you're in a state of being here right now, there's no time for anxiety. Anxiety needs time. It needs to create stories about the future. But what might happen? What could happen? So if you have any comments on that, feel free to share. Let me know your, your, your ideas, your thoughts on that, whether it's live now or in the replay. And um, that leads us to number three, realizing the story as a story. So this is also huge. So, and it tie, these all tie in together, right? So we get, we'll have an idea, you know, what if this happens? What if I walk out after this video and I get hit by a bus while I'm crossing the street? Oh my God, if I get hit by a bus, then I'll have to get for an ambulance and then my family will be so upset and then it will cost so much money for me to, my injuries to be repaired. I don't have the money. If I don't have the money, I won't be able to pay for my rent. If I don't pay for my rent, I don't have anywhere to live. If I don't have anywhere to live, then no one will like me anymore. And then, and then so we go, oh, I call it slaying illusionary dragons, right? We're six, seven, eight, nine steps down the line and we start, wait a second. I'm giving an extreme example, but this usually happens in much more subtle ways, right? It's like, wait a second. None of that actually ever even happened. I'm just sitting here talking to you, right? But it's so easy to start to take the story as real, take the story as true. And it's very difficult for most of us to distinguish between the story and the present moment. We, we, we receive stories and we assume they're true and we start operating off of them. But here's the thing. Every single story is not true. Every single story is not true. All stories are stories. The definition of a story is something that's not true. That's why it's called a story. So this includes good stories, what we think are good stories, bad stories, happy stories, sad stories. Every story is only a story. So when you start to recognize the story as a story, it's incredibly liberating. It's incredibly liberating because you don't have the, the, the heaviness, the attachment, the identification around the story. It doesn't mean you don't have stories. We all have stories. Stories are beautiful. Stories are wonderful. Stories are what we go to movies for. It's what we read novels for. Stories are fantastic. And they're stories. They're not real. They're not true. They're stories. The stories of the future are stories. The stories of the past are stories. So when we start to realize and recognize the story as a story, there's this liberation that relaxes us in to this moment and redefines, recontextualizes our relationship with story itself. So we can see story for what it really and truly is. And we start to recognize that everything that we experience as story is constructed by our own minds. So this is again, incredibly empowering to recognize that we are constructing the story. 
and we realize that we are constructing the story and it's only a story, we can change the story. We can we can reconfigure the story to a different story. Um, we can we can recognize that we're not stuck inside the story, but we're actually the creators of the story itself. So that's an incredible realization. Fourth, uh, I started adding after working with people for a while. So we have to to um, review the breath and the body, present moment awareness, where's my breath, what's happening right now, realizing the story as a story. But what's going to make you make the shift? What's going to really make this happen for you? What's going to really give you the impetus, the energy, the inspiration to go from anxiety to inner peace? So what I discovered is what really started to make the shift and what I call the inspiration to transcend comes from wanting to make a difference for someone else. So if it's just for yourself, most people won't do it. But if it's for your wife, your husband, your son, your daughter, your parents, your best friend, you notice there is this inspiration in people. So they feel like they're they're letting down the people that they love, the people that they're close to. They're not they're not they're not their best isn't being given to the people that they love and care about so much. And we want to give the people that we love and care about so much our best. And that's the inspiration to transcend. And that brings us back to the first point about community, why we're communal creatures. You know, we're tribe, we're tribal in our essence. You know, we're tribal in our essence. We're family, community, friendship. This is what brings us alive. This is what what what's a team, you know, teamwork. This is what makes us want to um, do better, to be better, to aspire to more. This is the inspiration to transcend. Now, the, la the second point on that, if any questions or comments on that, let me know. The second point on that is when we recognize the spiritual realization, we recognize that everything is one, everything is interconnected, everything is... Uh, everything that I am is a part of everything that I see and everything that I experience. And when I make a difference in myself, I make a difference in the world. When we recognize this truth, the inspiration to transcend is taken to a whole other level. Because everything that I don't like, that I see in the world, that I see around me, I recognize and realize that I can change that by changing that in myself. I can change that by changing that in myself. So this realization brings an incredible amount of inspiration. Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Be the change you want to see in the world. And that's a phrase I've used in some of the more popular writings I've shared over the years, be the change you want to see in the world. So we change ourselves, we change the world, and that's the, that's the inspiration. So that inspiration is for the people that we love, that are immediately around us in our lives. And that inspiration beyond that is for the world. You know, you want to see a better world, become a better you. And 
when you recognize or realize that two are int intimately connected and the only way to change what you see around you is to change yourself, there is this incredible inspiration to transcend. So I hope that those four ways are valuable for you. Those are obviously, there's much deeper we can go in each of those, but that's just the, the beginning part of something to dive into more deeply. And if you want to dive in more deeply, I have personal life coaching sessions. Um, if you want to dive in more deeply for yourself or someone that you're close with, feel free to contact me. I give you um, information on that. I like to connect with people beforehand and um, see how the fit works and if um, what they're looking for and how I can support them. So personal life coaching sessions, the books I mentioned, The Big Glow and the Wild, and now we have two retreats coming up that are already in the books and some more on the way. So there's one next month and outside Asheville. There's one in June in Italy. I'm really excited about that for our friends in Europe. That's a seven-day retreat. Uh, tomorrow we'll have the, the private uh, group, The Secret Glow. A lot of you in here are already a part of that. There's a link to be a part of that if you're not. And... Um, these videos are now on YouTube too. So if you want to tune into YouTube, you can watch all these videos. This one will be up later today. You can subscribe to YouTube and, and, and tune in there as well. Let me just look over the comments. If you have any questions or comments, um, feel free to share while I look at what some other folks have shared. Heather Mack. Heather Mack, I did a I did a session with in uh, New Jersey, along the coast of New Jersey. You and I met last year in Jersey. Maybe it was two years ago, and I was at such a low, low point in my life. I'm happy to say my life has improved in every way I needed. It's been quite a journey. Just realize in this moment that I am here, where I want to be. Thank you, Heather. Elizabeth has missed my message. She's working all the time. It's good to be working. I know you want to generate some financial freedom for yourself, so I'm happy to hear you're working, Elizabeth. And um, the good thing about these videos is they're always available on replay. So we can all tune in anytime we want, you know, whether it's 12 at noon or 12 at night. We're always here for each other. Thank you all so much. For being here it's so much more fun with with you present feel free to continue the comments and discussion um, the rest of the day the rest of the week here um, and uh, we'll be back here same time next Tuesday 12 p.m. Eastern see you in the next now